everyone, and welcome back to the Between Realities VR podcast, the VR podcast of your dreams. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here with us on uh, Friday, right? It's Friday. It is Friday this time, yes. It's a Friday. Yes, yes. Woo, and we're live like we always are on Fridays. I might even have said, did I say the last episode that it was Friday? I don't know. I don't feel like remembering saying it was Wednesday. Yeah. I like remembered it was Wednesday after the show. <laughs> <laughs> well... Hopefully, people knew what day it was. Well, I, I didn't screw anyone up that I time. never, dude. It's ever since I was 21, time has just been a figment of my imagination. It's a figment so. of everyone's imagination. Well, that's true. So. Hey, everybody. Mm. Thanks for being here with us. My name is Alex VR. I am co host of the show. Uh, joined alongside me, as always, is my great, great friend, Skiva. What's up, man? What up? How are you today, bud? Pretty good. All Pretty right. good. We, awesome. We've been going, bro. We have been going. <laughs> We have been going, doing stuff every day, making stuff happen. Uh, it's been it's been great. It so is. tiring, but great. Yeah, four shows this week uh, with ours, and another one for myself. And Skiva actually has five shows that he's done this week, or will have done this. Yeah, week, sweet. Which is nuts. <laughs> so, yeah, we're staying busy, but we're having a lot. Plus, of fun. preparing for like the amusement expo and GDC and all of these fun things. So. Yes. Good stuff. Yes, 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 indeed. Hey, everybody, thank you for being here with us in the live broadcast. And of course, if you're catching this after the fact, um, thanks for watching as well. Yeah, uh, thanks. Listen, Licks Nicks, I've got you as number one, but I did see a name earlier, which is no longer in my list. So unfortunately, I wonder why YouTube does that. I don't why know. Why does it get rid of the comments? Yeah, it's it like holds on to them until like the hour before the show yeah. or something and then kicks them. But strange. Either way, hmm. hey, Licks Nicks, what's up, man? Good to see you here. Thanks for joining. A little Paradise Decay is here. He hey, did he? Are we there so yet? Well, now we are. So good to see you, man. <laughs> uh, Methos Ohio, uh, he was telling PD to take a nap. I hope. Uh, Methos, Ohio didn't pass out waiting for the show to start. But here we are. We're up and running. We're live, baby. Mike Newton, <laughs> at last the weekend. That's right, my friend. Yes. Thank you for helping us ring it in. Oh, I'm not going to miss this week. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you've just been, you've been trudging through it this Oof. week, man. It's been a tough one. Surgical Gaming's here. What's up, man? What's up, Surgical Gaming? Z-Storm Games. Z Yo, let's go. That's right, baby. What up, The Z? Bearded Bar, Daniel from oh, VR dude. Trend. Dude, heck yeah. We love him. We do. And if you do hop over to VRTreadMagazine.com and you buy a back issue, you can use the code between realities to get $5 off that previous issue. Boom. So Seriously. do it. Do it. This you should good do good stuff. And you can almost yep. get like a little preview. Like you can go on the website, you can look at the issues yep. that came out, you can choose the one you want to get, and then get five bucks off of it using the code between realities. Which heck yeah. It's pretty cool. Yes, it is. <laughs> Okay, we've got uh, Andy, Obscure Nerd VR. What's up, Andy? What's up, bro? Good to see you, man. You were so close to winning a prize on QTC's show last night. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a hair. So By cool. a hair. <laughs> uh, Paul from the VR realm. Hey, everyone. What's, What's up, up, man? Paul? Thanks for being here, How's dude. How's it going? Little Duggars K in the house. Hey, y'all. Little Laszlo216 in the house. What's Hello up, from CLE. Is that Cleveland? Is that short for Cleveland? Probably. I'm going to say, hey, what's up, Cleveland? <laughs> I hope that works. <laughs> Chroma Snare, what's good, man? Good to Chroma, see you, buddy. What's up? Uh, Hilt VR, yo. What's Ataru up, X1, hey. Good to see you, dude. Zach Wilder just scored a PS5. Now it's time to start nice. saving for the new HMD. Probably Congrats a good idea. Congrats on that. Seriously. Nice. Yeah, not everybody has one. Mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Carlton, yo. Dude, Bobby, what's up? Go follow, go follow Bobby Carlton on Twitter if you know what's good for you. Or Instagram, I guess, is, an, is also where you can find him. Yep. Oh, he hey. does some great stuff for VR Scout. Yes, he does. Florian mm -hmm. Fahrenberger. What's up, baby? Good to see you, Florian. Thanks for uh, checking out the, um, the podcast, man, and, and being here. He's 
he's like been uh, he's like the cr- like cross pollination from Behaptics, you know. He's like oh, we cool. knew each other from the Behaptics community, and yeah. now he's kind of yeah. seep- seeping into the between nice. reality side of things. Nice, nice. And I'm all about it, dude. So thanks for being here. Bobby Carlton taking a poll. Team Skeeva or Team Alex? Wow. What are you trying to do? Yeah. Don't tear us What up, are you man? trying We're to do? Team. Yeah. It's a team between realities. <laughs> because, yeah. like, you know, I really don't want to, like, I don't want to get competitive there. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't know. Then I'll, like, I'll look like a dick or something. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. Mepper. Hey, y'all. What's up, Paradise? What's up, Mepper? Okay. He's shouting out Paradise Decay. So good to see you, Mepper. Um, sadly, it's Bradley. Dude. You made what's it. What's up, time. sadly? Sadly, it's Bradley. Just Bradley? finished. <laughs> what's up, sadly? sadly. <laughs> it's Friday. Give me a break. I will. I don't know if he will, but I will. Um, sadly, it's Bradley. Just wrapped up a, uh, a great pretty, live, stream. pretty long live stream mm-hmm. with like just you know casual 200, 300 people chilling, like listening mm-hmm. to him go off about stuff. Man, good for you, bro. A legend. He has yeah. become quite the legend Literally in the community. Has. Yep. Literally has. For good reason. Short stack VR. He's Stacks. here. Oh, midlife gamist VR. Oh, what's here. up? What's uh, up? Everybody, thanks for being here. It's good to see you. Let's see someone else. We've got someone on the show. Do we now? We have guests on our show. Sometimes. Uh, here on Between Realities, <laughs> we have a guest on the show. A minimum of one guest on the show <laughs> when we uh, do these um, shows. And today is no different. Uh, we are excited for this one because this is someone who we have had the chance to meet in real life. And we are fans of the content that she creates. She's all about uh, making things as immersive as possible. And I think that that's something that all of us in the VR community can relate to. Heck yeah. So let's everyone please welcome to Between Realities, Genghis VR. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Genghis VR, welcome to the Between Realities spaceship. It is an amazing pleasure to have you here with us. It's pretty, it's pretty great up here. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Make yourself comfortable. You know, yep. um, we're 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 happy to have you here with us. We have been fans of the content that you've been putting out for a long time. And as I just mentioned, uh, we had the chance to meet up in Vegas during CES, which was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, oh. you saw my eyes. We you saw the yes, actually, the, the legendary eyes. I think I have. We, you know what? <laughs> this is against your will. I, know. <laughs> I, I don't want to scare you. I don't want to scare you. We don't actually have images of the eyes, but we do we have don't. some beautiful selfies that we managed to take at the. Uh, yeah, at the let's event. see if I can <laughs> bring one up. Oh, hey. there we are. So <laughs> as you can see. Uh, Genghis always has her googly eyes. She walked in, couldn't figure out how she was not walking into walls. But uh, yeah, look at that. I I have a pair on me all the time, just for emergency. (laughs) Yes, it's important to uh, make sure the world can't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what is what is like? What's the deal with that? Like, how did that happen? You know, like when when you Um, were starting this up. Yeah, so I don't know. There's this old channel called Get Good Gaming. Um, I don't remember the guy who ran it, but they used to, this was back in like 2016, they used to do mixed reality with like a googly eye headset um, for a while. And I was a fan of them, but then they just stopped doing it and they stopped making VR content. Uh, So when I started my channel, I always thought that was a good idea. So um, I just, you know, (laughs) did the googly eyes thing and I've just kept going with it because... It does look pretty hilarious, thing, like <laughs> watching yeah. you talk right now yeah. with with your mouth moving uh, and those, those googly eyes staring back at me, just like staring into my soul. It's uh, pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it, was, it gives it a bit of personality, you know. So how was your CES experience? Was that your first uh, your first in-person tech event? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the first time I've ever gone to something like that. I thought it was great. Uh, I think we, we were talking the the OWA vest was one of my favorite mm. things that I got to experience. So I didn't get to try the Tesla suit like mm-hmm. some people <laughs> well, oh. here. Right? Um, I wanted to, but I didn't have the chance to do that. Um, the OWA suit and then I, the smell of vision thing was cool. Yeah, that was um, fun. The cilia. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the OWA cool. vest was pretty exciting. You know, I was like losing it the whole the whole demo like the whole time i was in there i was just like laughing and like freaking out because the effect of it is quite intense like i don't know if it was intense for you but for me it was like really intense like quite uncomfortable and like definitely painful and uh it really added uh something else to uh to the experience for sure yeah um i think i i don't know if i mentioned this before but i'm worried like they're not gonna have a lot of support for for games because B Haptics has taken a long time to get support for all these things and it's very easy. It takes to a lot of time. But... It doesn't just doesn't just happen, right? Someone yeah. has to be out there, uh, you know, making this stuff happen. Um, yeah, you know, it is convincing tough. people that that they need exactly. to implement these things. So. Yeah, it is tough, yeah. and it's like there's kind of like I imagine there's a sweet spot, you know, of like. Uh, adoption of the tech versus like the the size of the studio versus you know the amount of time that they have available to them versus where they are in their development cycle you know like all of those things kind of have to line up a little bit you know like there are games that i see coming out that i want be haptics in before it comes out you know but Mm -hmm. it's so hard to convince a developer to spend their time developing the game to like take a break for a second to like plug in a peripheral that like you know, maybe a small percentage of their player base is going to be able to take advantage of. And B Haptics, thankfully for me, and and I'm proud to say, is a company that has managed to really do a good job of getting out there now. And they're involved in a lot. And it's much, much easier for companies to just take a glance at it and be like, okay, I see what's going on here. Cool, we can do it. Whereas, you know, the OWO vest has an uphill battle in front of them. You know, like that's going to be a long, it's probably going to be years, like to your point, before they're able to like hit that sweet spot and, start to see some of the adoption um, with the developers that they'd like to see. And also, do you, do you want to feel pain in games? Like, I've been questioning that myself. Like, am I going to want to put this on every single time to get shocked? I don't know. That's a really, <laughs> really good question. So for anyone that, out there that doesn't know, this this thing will hurt you if you want it yeah. to. If you turn it up to a certain level, it will cause physical pain. Uh, there is a knife stabbing simulation, um, you know, for all the way down to, like, to, like, you know, rain and stuff. Right. And it's very, it can be, it can, it can hurt at the same time. If you want like legit immersion, you know, getting shot and stuff doesn't feel good. But she said, was it like when I was doing it, were you scared to get shot by the bullets? I kind of like, it made me not want to get hit. Yes. It made me not want to get hit. And and you're getting, you're getting to where I'm trying to go with this right now. You mentioned games. The answer is no, no one wants to feel that when they're playing a game, but they do, and there's value in it, in my opinion, when you are trying to teach someone something. 
when you yeah. are trying to inflict a consequence for your actions, which is what you're getting at right now. Like in like with B haptics, my consequence for getting hit by something is I feel it on my vest and it, maybe it's even more fun now. You know, like when I make B haptics videos, I have to intentionally get hit by stuff so I can feel whether or not the haptic is legit. You know, so I'll get in the way of things and it's exciting in that moment when you're getting smashed by a T-Rex or whatever and you're feeling the haptic response. But when I was doing the demo at CES with the oboe vest, I was actively avoiding getting hit because yeah. I did not want to feel that. So if you are training someone on like an oil rig, like you used as an example the other day, um, and it explodes and it hurts them, they're going to like be careful to not make those mistakes. And I think that as a teacher, pain is one of the most valuable teachers out there. So I think it's a good it one. It is. It legit is. I mean, you don't want... You know, I, I, I would imagine that wearing something like this during gameplay and having it cranked up to where it would hurt you would actually improve your your scores, right? You you would do no better problem. because you are legit. Like when, when your body feels like it's in danger and it's gonna experience pain, you know, it's it starts to heighten your awareness. Yeah. And you are able to kind of do things that you normally may not be able to do unless there was that consequence of having some kind of real pain involved. Or maybe so. it's making it a more um, impactful training exercise because now you're like in the heat of it as yeah. opposed to like in some like bubblegum version of it, you know, like yeah. you're like closer to like the level of intensity of what you might experience from the real thing as opposed to just some like flat screen video game designed to teach you right. how to be on an oil rig or something like that i kind of want to watch like esports with people wearing the vest though i feel like that would be exciting totally. like the masochist in me wants to watch like people totally and there's know, honestly, getting shocked when there's they're honestly a part of up. me that even thought to myself this would make sense to wear underneath the haptics vest because i thought yeah. that too you could feel yeah. like the pain from when you like actually get hit by something but then the vibrations from recoil or like environmental hazards like explosions in the distance because you don't need to feel an electric shock from feeling like the shock wave of an explosion right you know so they're like those two things actually could blend together in a a really intense haptic experience. They definitely could. You know, and by the way, I've got to shout it out to Florian in the chat. You know, I know I mentioned him earlier, but he was just saying, and by the way, if the, the cycles don't line up, you, can, you always have your modding community, which Florian is <laughs> an absolute monster. And this dude single-handedly has made 25 B haptics mods for PC wow. games. Wow. Good job, dude. Yeah. Wow. Like, in, like tons awesome. of like, pistol whip. Uh, Vertigo remastered. I expect wow. you to die too. He just did Zenith because it's not yet here yet. So he made one for Zenith. Wow. Like, gorilla <laughs> tag. Check that out. Like check. Come join the Behaptics Discord and hit up Florian. He'll show you his list. And they're also all on the Behaptics website as well. Huh. But this guy single-handedly has made twenty-five different PC VR games work uh, with the Behaptics vest. Damn. Yeah. Good where job. where we That's could awesome. not get it done natively. <laughs> huh. Pretty epic. That man. is epic, yeah. man. Wow. And, you know, I feel like it's it's so much more of a challenge sometimes to mod these things in because you're kind of going around things and trying to make something work that shouldn't, right, where the developer plugs plugs it in, plugs it right in the code, um, and it's, it's a lot easier. So mad props to you, dude. Yep. Thanks for uh, making that better for all of us. And Genghis, you know a thing or two about modding too, don't you? I do. Um, I got started in 2008. I'm not going to say like I'm an expert modder. Um, but I made this whole overhaul for Fallout VR, which some people might know about. Um, and I did that in 2020. So I initially wanted to try streaming Fallout VR when I first got started with Twitch. But um, the performance was terrible, as a lot of people 
probably know about. Um, so I spent uh, months trying to optimize it and get it to a playable state and add stuff that would make the VR experience better. Um, and then I found out about this thing called Wabajack, which if you don't know what that is, it's this automated installer. So you can just install someone else's modded profile and you don't have to worry about anything. You click it, kind of like a game install. Um, and I was like, if I'm going to spend all this time, I may as well just make this automated installer for people so other people can stream it or, you know, have fun with Fallout VR. Um, so I did that over like, I've been doing it now two-ish years, just kind of maintaining it. Um, and it's a better VR game. So I've become friends with a lot of modders. Um, Good and job. I think it's more playable than yeah. it once was. Good job. You know, you saw you saw a pain point and you were like, I'm going to fix that. Yeah. And you fixed it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I haven't gone all the way through Fallout 4. Um, I wanted to, but someone came over and ruined my save game and it was this whole thing. <laughs> but I do want to go back through. And now I have even more incentive to do so because I can throw on my, my stuff, right? And or Does this work with... Is there a mod? It works if we have that yeah, chance. Yeah, so I can do that. And use can, my thing. Yeah, I'll use all your all your mods. So that's exciting. Um, so do you did you like learn how to code or something like in the past, and then use some of that skill here? Or did you like learn? How yeah, to, like, a little like, bit. I've I'm on and off. I know a little bit about coding. Um, I know how to script in Papyrus, which is Bethesda's own scripting language, and it's useless for everything oh. else. Wow. Um, they yeah. made their own thing, so. I'm not even an expert in it, but um, trying so, to think. The guy's name who made the be haptic stuff for Skyrim. Um, and, um, uh, uh, is that uh, she's off? With him. She yeah, she's off. He's yeah. really good at that that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, those mods are awesome. So much attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, they're really really good. <laughs> um, so so have you like always been in into tech? And like games and stuff like that, and like, how did you get started in uh, virtual reality? Um, I I was following the Palmer Lucky stuff back since like 2012. Um, I just been following along with the Kickstarter. I wanted to get a DK one, but I never had the chance to. Um, so in 2015, uh, HTC and Valve were demoing the original Vive, um, and that's when I got convinced to buy it at that point um so i saved up money and i got the original vive in 2016 when it launched and i've just been obsessed ever since nice pretty much all i do now were you uh like a traditional video gamer before that happened um no i mean i always kind of liked like the weird games i even like i originally built my pc for no man's sky because i just thought it was a really interesting concept but that didn't turn out well when it launched not no, when it, it launched have. not when it launched but no, they it's have good now. turned it um, around so i've always kind of been a pc gamer though uh, my brother got me into it when i was super young um i've always just kind of been into tech and um i don't know but i get bored really easily so i'm always trying to find like the new exciting thing um even with vr like i'm trying to figure out new ways to make it more immersive and see like how deep you can actually go into the stuff. That's um, obvious in your content. You know, I think yeah. if you take one look at, uh, your, uh, your YouTube or your TikTok channels, you can see that the, you are definitely trying to up the ante and you're definitely trying to, uh, push it and make more happen and like be on that, like bleeding cutting edge of, yeah. uh, of the potential and the possibility. Yep. Yeah. And it's um, funny that you say that you're, 
that you get bored easily because I feel like you've been playing Skyrim forever. <laughs> I can explain that. So um, it is an old game, but I think because it's so open and you can do so much with modding that mm -hmm. there's some really impressive stuff. So Kanger, he's one of my friends. He made a, a mod where it used a brain interface device, a Muse 2, and you can control spells using like brain power. Um, which Sick. nothing else like that exists right now. Wow. I'm sure you can do stuff like that in Neos, but um, Skyrim is this huge world that you can just like explore and, it's a game. and actually play the game. Mm -hmm. Like Neos is not a game. Yeah, like, you might be able to play a game in there, maybe if, yeah, if you like, try hard enough. But Skyrim, like, there's no purpose. Like Neos is great, but you don't really have a purpose to the world. Yeah, there's some like stuff like the Meta movie is one of the things that I tried, and I mm -hmm. love that because there was like a you go oh, through yeah. this whole. I will praise yep. that thing. until forever. Like I yep. loved the meta yeah. movie. It was. If you guys so haven't cool. tried it. Try the meta movie. Absolutely, Seriously. one of the coolest things ever. But I will say that I think there is absolutely a purpose to something like Neos, right? Because being having having a social environment where you can go in and hang out with people and bond and make connections and strengthen connections and and just you know hang out. Let's change the word yeah, purpose yeah. Huge. to objective. Sure. I mean, I okay. think I meant more like level objective. up. Like okay, there's yeah. an objective. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. So, so when did you like, like, what happened where in your journey where like you were like, oh, I'm definitely making videos, you know, like, because you were into VR, <laughs> but you weren't like making videos or anything at that time, Three. I assume. So, I started making videos. I used to do a lot of full body dancing in VR chat. Um, and I would animate these like complex animations and I would, I would dance along with it. Um, no one else was really doing that in VR chat at the time. So I would do these performances um, and people were like, oh, you should put this on YouTube or something so people can watch it later. That's how I started my channel. Um, and then I didn't really do anything with it until 2019 where I was like, um, I, that's when I started doing the mod stuff for Fallout. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll make some tutorials and do some of that. Um, that's when I started to take it more seriously. And then... Last June is when I got started with TikTok, and I thought it was super cringy for, for the longest time. Um, but then I just started doing it, and I started to, you know, put up these funny videos, and they were getting views, so I just continued with that, and I don't know. <laughs> and there it is. And, and now here we are. Now you're sitting with since. us on Between Realities. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. How, how many followers do you have on TikTok right now? Around 290,000, I think. Oh, that. Dang. Damn. That's 290,000 people that pushed a button. Like yeah. You have to push the button. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's a lot of yeah. button pushes. Like subscrip like subscribing on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, or I don't whatever, really right? use TikTok. The algorithm yeah. is weird though. Like when I I only had like 500 followers and I was getting videos that hit like 20, 30,000 views, so you don't need a lot of followers to to get views in there, which mm -hmm. is nice. So what, um, cause there's, there's a pretty wide variety of, uh, of content on your channels, you know, like you will, there's stuff where you like dress up as characters and play the character and do the haptics and do it all on top of it, you know? And then there's, uh, yeah. there's like stuff with the mods in Skyrim where you are using your saber. voice and feet feet saber, <laughs> you know, my personal favorite, um, was when you attached the, the vibe tracker to your cat. And <laughs> like we're like watching your cat move around in the virtual environment because like the, the model of the cat was just so rigid and like sliding around. And I just found that absolutely. I hilarious. almost made that a real thing. I got it to the point where like it was overlaying in Steam VR, but then I could never get my cat to wear the tracker. So I'm like, I'm just going to give 
<laughs> continuing with us. And I know mm-hmm. Oculus came out with that uh, sense thing. So it kind of seems, I don't know what it's called, but you can like see things that walk into your place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's really weird, yeah. actually. Have you messed around yeah. with that at all, Skiva? Um, Have you seen that? I haven't messed around with it because I'm usually in my index or uh, the Reverb G2. So I've, I've kind of, I haven't, I haven't used, um, I haven't used my Quest that much lately, if I'm being honest with you. It was somebody else's Quest. I think it was when we were in Vegas for the Fail to Render thing. Like someone oh, had yeah. a Quest and yep. they were like, hey, look at this. Yep. And I saw that thing that you're talking about yeah. when like, someone enters Weird. the space and it was wild. Like I was like, whoa, it's, it <laughs> did not look like I imagined it to. And it kind of clicked, honestly. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of see how this maybe would be good. Yeah, for sure. You know, you got a dog or something that comes in and you're, you're, you're you know, doing uh, kick flips and stuff like Genghis does. And <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, you're not going to want to, you know, you can murder your animal. So you don't want to do that. Dude, Genghis, <laughs> you jump all over your crib. You're like <laughs> jumping to the air, doing like flying kicks and stuff like that. I'm a black ball in taekwondo. <laughs> nice. There you go. That'll help. You know, nice. A, do you have downstairs neighbors? B, do they hate you? C, have you had any uh, any catastrophes <laughs> with your tech as you jump around and get all crazy? No, I, I live a I don't I live in a house, so <laughs> luckily I don't have downstairs neighbors. Um, one time I was yelling "fuser da" and someone, my neighbor did knock on my door and they were concerned um and i, I said oh don't worry about it nothing's happening here <laughs> so ex- explain what you mean by that you were yelling <laughs> what were you yelling I, uh this is before i started making video i was shouting Fuserda. i was like actually shouting you were it just like playing louder. the game and just like creating your own yeah. version overload so you're just like i'm gonna yell damn it and you're well the, so in skyrim i have a thing where you have to shout to use the shouts like you actually have to say Fuserda to have mm. a go off um and my neighbor got concerned about that one time when I was yelling. Yeah, I'm sure gamer yeah. culture has uh, has created quite a few concerned neighbors over the years. You know, like <laughs> you're sitting there raging in front of the TV or like yelling at your like teammates or whatever who didn't back you up. And you're just like, you mother, you and you back me up, you know, and just like screaming and stuff like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the neighbor's like, oh, my gosh, like what's going on over there? It's just you playing a video game. <laughs> sounds like something terrible is happening but you're just gaming <laughs> right how many people actually scream at the characters and you know and then actually have it work yeah. right so that's pretty and you cool. can talk to the characters this is why you have to play skyrim it's the best game <laughs> at least from like an immersion standpoint i can't really think of another game did that lets you, you talk to npcs did you play skyrim pre-vr yeah i've always you know i've been into okay. it since it launched um but the reason I like it now is not so much the game. Like, I, I don't know. I kind of just like going around the world and just seeing what I can do. Mm-hmm. Just kind of getting I lost in I love it. Skyrim VR. I did not play That's the great. original Skyrim. So my very first Skyrim experiences were in virtual reality on the PSVR. Mm-hmm. And I was hooked. I loved it. It was so good. And um, I put a You got to try the fan thing. It. It's my favorite mod. I hooked up a smart plug and I have these two fans and it blows wind on you depending on where you are. They can feel temperature. That is really awesome. I mm-hmm. probably will do this at some point, you know, one of these days. Great. Maybe if I can I was get back going to streaming to. or something. I remember when that mod came out, but it only um, it only uh, worked with, like, two different smart plugs, I believe, and I had a different kind that I already had a bunch of. So I was like, oh, <laughs> man. But, yeah, that's so cool, right? Like, walking outside uh, and, and you expect wind yeah. and you feel the wind. I mean, that's I mean, that's super, super immersive right there. That's some void stuff, right? Yep. Like the void. 
So that's pretty awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Have you ever yeah. gone to any You don't of have those? to go outside in real life. Woohoo! You can just live yeah. in VR. Just go outside inside. <laughs> yeah. The it's graphics real, are pretty yeah. nice out there, but you know, I mean, I, I prefer <laughs> I prefer going into the computer. <laughs> I really do love that like popular video that went around. It was like this man is experiencing what they call AR actual reality and he just like <laughs> has like an empty headset on and he's just like touching like leaves and trees and it's just like pretty actual pretty reality <laughs> that's awesome i got to try an ar headset um unreal sent me one so it, nice. it was cool i've been messing around with that i've seen some videos you've been putting out on that yeah yeah that's pretty awesome what do you think about it it's an interesting device i don't think it's for normal people yet because even i like there, there's not a whole lot you can do with it but um it was, I haven't really tried a lot of AR stuff before, so I was pretty impressed with it. Um, you can just, it's got like full room tracking, six mm-hmm. depth of field. You can walk around objects, see them pop up in front of you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty awesome. So Alex and I did get to try the Unreal stuff. We did uh, a private demo at CES 2020, right two, before two the world blew up, right? And it was kind of cool. Uh, you know, it had some interesting things. The field of view mm-hmm. wasn't the best, but the holograms looked good. Uh, there's no occlusion, I believe. So, like, holograms can't go behind things, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. overall, it is probably the closest thing we have to glasses-looking AR devices. Yeah. So, And I'll yeah. tell you what. I mean, I've done a handful of AR headsets at the conventions that we've gone to, and I have never really been super impressed with any of it, to be mm-hmm. completely honest. Um, I am impressed how much work and effort and love goes into making these early versions of these things happen, mm-hmm. but there's just no way in hell I'm going to like grab it and put it on and do anything in them. Yeah. Um, but there was, there was a company, and I really wish I could remember the name right now. Maybe you'll remember it. Probably not. But at uh, VRX in San Francisco 2019, where they had like a 180-degree field of view. Fire something. F- yeah, fire dimension. Something, something like, like that. that. But and was, I couldn't use it because I didn't have didn't an Asian nose. It did fit on your head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I did put it on. And the 180-degree yeah. field of view was absolutely di- the difference maker yeah. like with the end reel it's almost like you have this like little window which is like your and that's all of them right it's yeah it. lens, you know it's like it's a square magically the edges yeah, of the images like get cut off around. and then this it, they opened it up big time and mm-hmm. it was like so so much better i was like oh man this is the best ar headset i've ever put on and it probably wasn't it was just the one with the widest field of view yeah. so i think when they start to like get closer to what that thing was doing there will be a lot more people who are getting excited about them I gotta say, um, my favorite AR headset that I have ever used uh, is the Magic Leap, and I don't—I can't tell you for sure that it's the headset that made it my favorite. Um, it was probably the experience of what I played. You know, like I, I remember running around. Um, was that with Dreamland? Dreamland yeah. XR. Right, which is a side convention off of CES. Um, didn't happen this year, but it happened last CES. Uh, that's all XR-related stuff. And um, Nicole Lazaro yeah. uh, created this experience in the Magic Leap uh, where you it transformed the room you were in into this crazy cavern with crystals everywhere, and you had to kind of navigate through this area and collect things. And it was just a super fun <laughs> AR game, uh, and I and I really enjoyed it. But I think um, you know, I think Magic Leap is is um, is pretty cool, and they actually have uh, a new headset coming out 
here real soon. And they finally uh, I heard about yeah, revealed the design uh, for the Magic Leap 2, which looks pretty good. Uh, you know, it's got what, one of the things that's interesting is these controllers, right? It has the cameras on the controllers like we've been seeing leaks for in the Quest 2 yeah. where it's tracked by, you know, cameras in the controllers, which is super interesting. So now we know this is a legit thing that this is possible because we should see a company here using this. Uh, we don't know how well it works, right? Because I've never tried it. I don't think you've ever tried it. And it but does VR too, right? It's like a VR AR. I think it's just yeah. AR. Because oh. because this has the clear lenses, right? Where it it puts that yeah. holographic mm-hmm. display over um, over the real world, and because of that, you know the holograms are kind of see through. It's not like a like a, a Lynx or something, right? Where where uh, it's pass through AR, and then they can completely make um, uh, the images not see through and have them very realistic and blend AR with VR. Uh, but you know, this looks pretty. This looks pretty good because I think ultimately what we want here is glasses, right? That display yeah. uh, AR stuff, and not necessarily to walk around with a VR headset on with pass-through cameras. So I think it, they have to make it untethered, though. Like I don't see it really catching on until right. like, AR. Right. Untethered. Yeah, and this like, has a little computer. Some, like I would just use puck. VR, right? To, yeah, for sure, to for sure, for sure. Because this yeah. has the little computer puck that you have to stick yeah. on your belt, uh, and it does a majority of the computing within that little puck that's that's there. Um, so, you know, they couldn't get all of the tech required in the glasses. But as we move forward and things miniaturize and we get better at, at this kind of technology, uh, this is the future we're heading towards, and it's what everyone's trying to go for, right? But it's kind of the same with Unreal, right? you got to connect the Unreal glasses yeah. to a phone. And, I mean, if there's a will, mm-hmm. there's a way. I mean, how long? It's going to happen. Only now have people, like, started to, I would say, as a majority shift into wireless headphone solutions for their cell mm-hmm. phones and iPods. You know, mm-hmm. people walked around with cords dangling from their ears for years years yep you know because if you want to use the thing you'll be willing to with the cable yep. you know to you will to do it so. you will we go through a lot of friction <laughs> and a lot of stuff to play vr and and to to be more immersed in vr it's one thing to put on a headset like a quest turn it on launch a new game and do your thing it's another thing to hook up a pc vr headset deal with some of the issues then on top of that throw on a haptic suit the vest, arms, face piece, get all that working, put on body trackers, get them on your feet, get them on your waist, <laughs> put them all, like, it is a lot, it's a lot of friction, and there's also a lot of things that go wrong sometimes, right, and yeah. then you're stuck <laughs> battling this stuff when you just want to be playing, so, you know, we're, we're getting there, we're getting there, everyone's working on it, so that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever, AR to me is like, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, it's like a little side dish, you know. For now. Yeah. It's like I don't know the plate. big yeah. use cases for it. Like I'm trying to think. Eventually. Maybe so, watching movies. I don't know. I mean, now, now it would be something like that. Yeah. But there's, there's so many use cases for it down the road, right? I mean, imagine you go over to your car and something's wrong with it. And you pop the hood and there's arrows pointing at the different pieces. And, you know, oh, yeah. oh here's where the screw is. You pull that out and then you click, you know, you come over here. And, or, you know, education. There's a lot of things education-wise, that would be great, or walking down the street and seeing people's name tags above their heads, and you don't ever have to be in that awkward situation of, oh, I know you. What's your name again? But then again? there's going right? to be ads. Then you're going to start oh, yeah. seeing ads. Of course. <laughs> of course. Especially uh, with Meta's involvement, they are pushing hard in R&D for, for augmented reality because they want to push ads in your face mm-hmm. constantly. Well, something so. that you said to me, Skiva, like has really resonated with me 
for a while, really whenever like AR kind of gets pulled into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And you said to me, and this is a loose quote, I cannot wait till we go back to being a two-handed species again. And what you meant yes. by that is that we always have a cell phone in our hand whenever yep. we're doing things. You know, like if I'm navigating I'm in my car, I will use the pop socket to rest my f- my phone in my hand so I can like see the, the navigation going as I'm driving around. You know, like if we could take that image and just overlay it onto the road, oh, I'm freed of the device, mm-hmm. you know? And if we're sending we messages will. to each other, this device is filling my hand and I'm typing with the <laughs> other. And if we could just... Yep. Give me my hands back. And you're back. looking at videos and you're going on social media and you're checking yep. your feeds and hitting Twitter and yep. blah, 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 blah. But eventually that will all be able to be a peripheral vision thing where you'll just be able to kind of pull that Little stuff in tracking. as you need it. Right, exactly. And we'll be able to have both hands again. That Two of sounds them. so great. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So to me, I'm that's the ultimate potential yeah. um, in the short term of AR yeah. is removing the device out of my hand and allowing me to free them up. Imagine going into a grocery store and there's a thing that you want. And instead of walking around for half an hour trying to find that thing, finding an employee to walk you over to it, you say what you want and then arrows appear on the floor and it walks you down the aisle directly to where the product is. Right? There's just so <laughs> many amazing use cases that could be in the future. And I think we're going to see a lot of these things. But first we need some tech that doesn't suck. So straight back. up, yeah. <laughs> that is the n- yeah. <laughs> that's really yeah. it. So far, everything kind of does. Yep. So right now, <laughs> as we figure it out, right? But you can't just immediately go to amazing. No, you can't. I don't think I don't know if it's ever happened before, right? Like you, everything is incremental, and as company because companies have to spend money to research this stuff for, for stuff people aren't buying. Mm-hmm. Where's the money coming from to pay for those things, mm-hmm. right? So other projects have to happen to fund the, the the development of something that eventually will take off, and very few companies can do something like that, and that's why you know Meta has all this money from social media and from extorting people. Uh, I mean, did I say that? I'm sorry. And then, (laughs) (laughs) so they are able to put that money towards research and development for future tech that they know will eventually blow up if they can get the tech there. Yeah. So. Well, and the other thing too, if you think about it, is like it's not even just then because VR is there. VR is amazing. VR is incredible. And we're still not seeing adoption like we know it could be. You know what I mean? So like even though it's the technology is already at that point, we still haven't made the impact on society Mm -hmm. that we all know that the technology can. Yeah. That's that's a hard thing because it's been growing though. Like it's getting more. Totally is growing, yeah. A hundred percent. It's one of those things that you can't put a stupid commercial on TV of some animatronic dolls wearing a headset and everyone goes out and buys it, right? Like you have to experience VR or you just don't get it. Mm-hmm. You can't get it. How do you explain to someone that you go somewhere else, right? And that you're like, it's just, some of these things don't make sense and, and do not impact people until they're put in the situation and they look around and they see yeah. it for themselves and then it clicks and they go, oh, yeah. right? And that happens with a lot of people in VR. Um, you know, but we still, it's, it's a hard thing cause you can't just walk around and throw a headset on every single no. person's face, especially when they're so self-conscious. <laughs> I blame. What was your first VR experience? Like what was the first thing? Me? Yeah. So, both you. so my first VR experience was, was pretty life-changing, right? Like I was just, I was just a kid, but, um, I went to a future technology show, uh, where they had the virtuosity setup i think that's what it was called and they had uh, a game called dactyl nightmare 
and it was uh, there was these two large ring things that you stepped into. You had one controller in one hand, and you had this massive CRT headset that you put on. <laughs> and I stood in one, and my sister stood in the other, and we ran around and in space on these platforms and actually shot at each other. And it was so sick, yeah. and it was like 20 frames a second, and would probably made a whole bunch of people throw up that day. <laughs> but from that day forward, I knew that VR was going to be everything. Eventually, it was going to be everything. And as soon as I would get a chance to, I would absolutely adopt into it. Um, and it took a long time. It took a really long time. But here we are, and I've changed my entire life uh, <laughs> based on that. But yeah. I guess my current, uh, my current gen ex- experience, I guess, was with the PSVR, right? Yeah. And, and I went into... Um, I went into PSVR Worlds and I did the London Heist. And the London Heist yeah. to me to this day is still one of the most immersive experiences that there is. I think it's incredible. The graphics are amazing. The story that it puts you in, the things that it makes you feel um, are all absolutely amazing. Um, and I can't say enough good things about the London Heist. It is, it is absolutely phenomenal. PSVR Worlds in general just nailed it. Like yeah. a variety yep. of compelling experiences, yep. you know, which honestly made me believe that like anything that had VR attached to it was going to be great because it's like right. here's a variety of experiences and every single one of them is dope. So like everything in VR must be dope, yep. you know, um, you know, my VR uh, interests started before I really had a chance to like think about VR or do anything VR. It was when I was modding my Nintendo Wii. Um, I got really, really into modding my home consoles when I was younger, especially in the Nintendo stuff. And the Wii, you can just crack that thing open so easily. And I saw a video online of someone who had, like, reverse-engineered the Wii to um, to where, like, you could track the movement of the controller in, like, r- relative to the movement of the screen and the, and the sensor video. bar. So there's, like, Boy. these... these um, like targets on the screen that were like moving with the depth perception that you would see like in a 3D movie or, or a VR game. And when I was watching him make that video and I watched the video, it something clicked in my head and I realized that we weren't far away from being able to separate where I was aiming with where I was looking. Because every first person shooter in existence connects the gun to your chin. So wherever I look, my gun is going with it. Mm-hmm. And I can't separate that and look off to the left and fire off to the right. Mm-hmm. In, in a traditional flat screen game. And when I saw that video, I realized that that's where we were going. So I was looking forward to having a VR experience that allowed head tracking and hand tracking separately. It was like less VR that I was looking for and more separating those two things. And I did the PSVR demo at a Best Buy, was very much impressed by it. And then I bought some time in a VR arcade. And when I played Rec Room and saw other people in virtual space with me and high-fived someone and felt the haptic in my hand of the high-five... That was it. I was like, I just high five someone across space and time, and I'm living in the future, and VR is the real deal, and I am going to be a part of this. <laughs> Boom. Awesome. That's it. And how about I think you? Mine was the yeah. Bully. It was the Bully with the Valve demo for the first like real VR experience. I also did the Gear VR. I don't know if that counts. My friend showed me the Gear VR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It was impressive back in the day. Yeah. When cool. it was all there was, was 3.VR, right? Yeah. It was like, okay, I see where this is going, and it's pretty awesome, but it's not it's not it yet. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know? PSVR really did it. Like, yeah. I invited friends over after I got one, because it wasn't long after I tried these things that I found a, a PSVR to, to scoop up and 
play at my house. I invited friends over, and like one of the guys who I had over was playing super hot and was like <laughs> on his back, literally left his feet and was on his back by the time he got like shot in the game because he was like people were getting closer to him. He's like no, and he like goes to the ground. And he's crawling around and he's on his back and he's shooting up. And I was like, oh my god, like. This I'm, guy's immersed. I'm, I'm amazed that he didn't lose tracking on the PSVR deal. Right? right. Well, maybe he did, but he was just too busy uh, yeah. <laughs> being an immersion overload. <laughs> Immersions. He said the blue, huh? I remember the blue. It's that the you, blue. You saw that uh, yeah. that giant, giant whale come over and like its big eye just <laughs> looking at you, right? That was pretty. Yeah, pretty I was incredible. impressed right away. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. I want to get immersed. Immersion. Immersion. I'm going to get immersed. <laughs> so, so what's been immersing you lately? You know, um, what's like, what's the new hotness? You know, are you still kind of spending a lot of time uh, in your modded Skyrim or have you been getting into anything else? Um, no, I, I've been, I, I play a lot of Skyrim still mostly to make videos these days. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of I've creative expression. Con- Sorry. There's a lot of creative mm-hmm. expression there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've just been kind of bouncing around lately. I played a lot of Zenith. Nice. For a while. Um, then I got bored of that. Yeah. Until how, they add more. Did you get, did, <laughs> did you get to 40? Did I, no, I didn't. No, I got to 27 and then I got bored. Nice. So, Skeeve and um, I both got to 40 and then we were like, mm, we peaced out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll add more. Um, what have I been doing? No, I've just been kind of bouncing around. I've been doing a lot of Viveport games recently. That's cool. I nice. Just got that, so. Nice. Um, Viveport Infinity is what you're talking about, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So so for anyone that doesn't know, I'm sure everyone here does, but it's like the Netflix of VR, right? You pay a subscription fee and you can play anything in the catalog. And I think it's an absolutely unbelievable value for people that are not like us that get codes from developers, yeah. right? Uh, that have a ridiculous library as it is. But if you just, if you're new into VR and you want to experience as much as possible, because I know when I got a PSVR, I literally bought everything in the store. I just like went through the PSVR store and I bought all the garbage. And I was like, this is all going to be good. It's all in VR, right? And yeah, it wasn't. So, you know, I wish something like that was available then because I spent a lot of money on games. <laughs> this is literally the best time ever. If like you had if you like maybe would consider Viveport Infinity, this is the time because right now if you I'm not I sound like I work for them. Right now if you subscribe for Viveport Infinity, you can get a copy or you will get a copy of After the Fall to keep forever regardless of your Infinity subscription status. So you basically can pay the monthly subscription fee now once get after the fall and then dip and you'll still have after the fall for the rest of your life so you can actually get after the fall for less than its ticket price if you're willing to pay play it that's sick and we are we are right at the beginning of all this content being released for it right we just got the new horde mode with new weapons and some new enemies we got new maps coming and in, in following weeks new game types even still i mean it, there's just so much this game already to me um held its value immediately. It got some bad some some bad rap for some reason. I'm not sure why because I've never I've never gotten 150 hours worth of anything for $30. Yeah. Like ever. I think what is it $30? I don't even know. But 
But yeah, so I mean, I think it was an absolutely incredible game, super immersive. If you play it on PC VR, it's also one of the best looking games that there is. But if you play it on Quest, uh, you get, still get the same game feel, and it's still awesome uh, without the absolutely insane visuals. Cross platform and cross platform. They just gotta fix yeah. the party system. I don't know if they ever fixed that. The party <laughs> system disconnected yes. every single time. Yeah. So kind of. usually now you're good when you join the party, but there's unless you're in the same lobby, so you still can't they hear. They disconnect each other. you after you leave the. Oh, it room. does. So after you leave <laughs> the harvest run that you're in, mm-hmm. you have to reestablish a party. Yes. Yeah. So I, yeah. I feel like they they definitely have work to do, but they also have. A decent sized team working on this around the clock. So after the ball is awesome, super. Right? Awesome. No, no game out there is perfect. Everything's kind of got something that mm-hmm. they could work on or whatever. And I'm not about to mm-hmm. to give after the fall any any crap. I love mm-hmm. that game, and I will deal with the party thing for as long as I have to. <laughs> I don't want to, but I will. Yeah, I, I want them to fix Same. it, but I would continue Sometimes playing. Sometimes the gameplay is so good that you deal with bugs. You deal with this, you deal with that, knowing that eventually it's all going to be fixed, right? A few months from now, hopefully we don't have any of these things to gripe about. But at the (laughs) same time, it's so good that I would, you know, I would go through whatever pain it was to be able to play it. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the question, though, and this is, um, I don't know, I'm like uh, derailing this a little bit, I guess. But uh, would that game be as good? Uh, on a flat screen as it is like um, like would you still love after the fall if it was a flat game or does it have to be vr to be as good as it is ah man so i mean uh, that's a tough question because you could ask that of a lot of different games you could ask that of half-life alex and we found that as people have modded that into flat that they say it's not good flat, right? Sometimes it's the mechanics and the feeling of being somewhere and the feeling of immersion that you cannot get on a flat screen. I mean, maybe some people can. I, I've never been so immersed since, since VR. I can't accomplish that. Here's why I asked. Flat. It, was, it was borderline rhetorical. But it's okay. not. I was ha- you gave me a great answer. <laughs> but the reason why I asked is because Dino is a VR game and it is now coming out with a PC version that is cross-platform compatible and cross-playable with Mm. the VR version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I find this to be a very interesting situation because that begs the question, is Demio a great game on its own merits Uh, without virtual reality? (laughs) You're (laughs) definitely going to find out. I feel like you could play that game on a PC though, like I feel like it's still it would still be a fun experience. I think so too. I can't think of another like D and D light game like that that exists. Mm-hmm. To my yeah. knowledge, I can't either, and I, we're gonna find out because from what I saw, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you own this game in VR, you get the flat version free. I did oh, really? see that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So nice. we can definitely go in and check it out and see how that's gonna work as soon as that's. All said and done. Oh, I have a one of my best friends um, from like childhood and you know just real life or whatever is a dude who I've been playing games with forever. Like we've always played games together, just Mm -hmm. MMOs, shooters. It does not matter. We're we're playing them, and I joined like this VR universe, and he did not. He bought the Quest One at the same time that I did, and he was like, "This thing hurts," and like took it back, and that was it. And like I have not been able to get this dude back in. Wow, I know. I can't even imagine. I like, I've been I playing. Can't even imagine. I've been playing Elden Ring, Elden Ring, and like so is he. So like we're playing Elden Ring together right mm-hmm. now, you know. But like I wish I could get this dude to come and join me in some of these VR adventures. You know what I mean? And this, this is so foreign to me. 
Uh, it's it's trust so me. foreign. Put them in VR chat. Like we're on VR chat. Trust me. I think it's like hardware. There's just multi. I don't know, dude. I, I, I guess if I, get I can't convince them, I don't even know. I, yeah, you know what I, mean? I don't know. It's weird to me. So, but but yeah. I'm excited for this because this is something. This is the kind of game that I know that he and I would love to play together. Mm-hmm. Like we vibe on this kind of thing. You know, we played MMOs together and all that kind of stuff. So, for us to be able to play games like this, I've always wanted to be able to to bring him in and. I'm going to put them on the PC version and we're going to see. And if all of a sudden, you know, it's another three and a half hour roots of evil campaign, like the one I did this <laughs> week with Quicksilva and Chromasnare shout out. We did it three and a half, four hours in the roots of evil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, <laughs> we got it done. And uh, I'm going to invite my flat screen homie into it. And um, nice. yeah, I'll let you guys know because I have a feeling it's going to be good. Yeah. I think I would think it would be. I, you know, I mean, obviously VR brings, some, I kind of want know. like like a nothing against Demi. I love that game, but I want like a more in depth D and D VR game. I've been wanting one for years, and I think a lot of people have. Where like you take control of the character, and you have a game master that's like above you, and like Ooh. place different stuff down. So like you imagine saw, being in first person with the DM like yeah. as God in the sky. Someone was working on something like that years ago, and then I think nobody heard anything about it. I don't remember what it was called. Legend of I something. Remember, I remember two. Um, hmm. Two that were like this. And they just stopped being worked on. Interesting. It's a good idea. Like, I'd want to play that. Well, <laughs> like, actually be I don't think I would, if I'm being honest. And I like, like, D&D, I think is pretty cool. But honestly, I'm a, I'm a video gamer. Like, the theater mm. of the mind is a pretty powerful and profound thing, but like watching these things unfold in real time in front of me is way more exciting in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. it takes 10 minutes for a battle exchange to happen on a D and D table that would happen in one second in a video game, you that know, it's like, <laughs> like way more action, way more intense. So I'm taking that. And it took us almost four hours to beat the roots of evil in Demio, which is designed to be streamlined and done in one single session. Like, the amount of time that I would have to that I would spend doing a, a true D and D campaign in VR would, I mean, that's like a lifestyle, you know. Like, and I just, <laughs> um, that's I'm not signing up for that. I'm uh, glad Demio exists. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, uh, multiplayer games in VR are some of the best experiences that you can have because you can share them just like in real life. You, it's, it's never quite as amazing when you have this amazing thing happening and there's no one to share it with, right? But at the same time, uh, we do not have the player base, we meaning VR, doesn't have the player base of flat screen gaming, right? So if you are releasing a game that depends on multiplayer, it's a little bit of a game of Russian roulette because... If you can't get people into this game, your game's going to die. And I've seen amazing games with no one in the lobby. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. And I can't figure out where the people are in these games. Like literally no one. Yeah. Like empty lobbies. Like you, like you, you yeah. bring a friend in. It's like you and them. And that's it. And you're like, where is everyone? Why is no one playing this game? So, you know, even if you have a really good game, you could screw yourself with making a game that relies on multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Do you so. enjoy multiplayer uh, VR experiences, Genghis? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I played a lot of VR chat. Um, I I don't play a lot of competitive VR games because I'm terrible at them. Like I have <laughs> Population One, but I will die pretty much right away. Um, but I like that game because of the Behaptics integration. So I play it. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. And, and just the, the feeling of, of jumping off of buildings, even Damn. even without it, 
right? I mean, the the mechanics in that game are freaking phenomenal. Yeah, and then you get shot everything. by like a child after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's um, some nasty people in there. There is really good people. S- some sweaty mofos. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I really want a multiplayer blade and sorcery game. I feel like that would be Ooh. I would be good at that. Like one where you can kick things. You can like body tracking and start using you know my, what's nuts? <laughs> Why? Why aren't the Vive body trackers? They've been around forever. They have been forever. Around. Why aren't they supported in more things? Why can't I go into Zenith and kick something? Like or why can't I? Think I they wanted, They talked about adding that eventually. It's it's for the same reason that yeah. not every developer has B-Haptics integration but because it takes a dude, extra work and not everyone has it. Has a hundred times the integration that the full body trackers have. And probably probably, probably times a more thousand more. There. There's yeah. probably way more vests out there You're than right. there are trackers. But, but it's a chicken and the egg thing, right? Because people aren't going to buy body trackers if no one implements them. Right. And no one's going to implement them until more people buy them. Right. So. What's happening here? I feel like you need people, you need companies like HTC using their influence and their relationships with these developers to get this stuff implemented. But instead they go, here's the thing, we're not even going to talk to anyone to get this stuff implemented. Well, why not? You're HTC, right? You are HTC. That's a big deal. Right. Ask these people Honestly, to implement this I'm stuff. I'm guessing because VR chat and Neos have probably sold a lot of trackers for them. I know a lot of people sure. bought so, trackers specifically for that. Keep implementing. Well, I mean, because what else is there? Blade and Sorcery That's and true. Skyrim? And you can only... Yeah. Sky- <laughs> Does it work in Skyrim? I guess. It works with natural locomotion. There's no full body, but I use it for that all the time. Mm. So, like, I put them on my feet and then I use it as a treadmill because nice. I don't oh, like cool. VR treadmills. Talked about this before. Yeah, I don't either. I feel you on that. I I also yeah. do not think we're even remotely close mm-hmm. to a VR treadmill situation. Yeah, people ask me all the time, like, why don't you have a catwalk Z? Yeah, we are. I'm like, ah, dude, <laughs> you're sliding slide in mills? place. No, I don't. I don't. You wear want... a diaper. It's a diaper, and you slide. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do I'm think that. that it's I'm pretty cool. That. Um, like watching a streamer use one. You know, like yeah. I think if you're a streamer, it's entertaining and, to watch. But like, right? dude, I would be, I would be gassed after like. Five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. I'd be done. If I'm going to run and if I'm going to actually run and use locomotion uh, with my feet, it's going to be cyber shoes. And, and I know like it's, it's not the most popular option, but to me, I can put them in a drawer or I can hang them on my wall like they are over there on the ship. Right. And I can move the stool in. I can set it up really high where I feel almost like I'm standing and I can get some exercise. And then when I'm done, I just put it away. Right. The catwalk C is like 150 pounds. The heck am I going to yeah. do with that thing? Yeah. Right? Like, and uh, yeah. really expensive. Really expensive. Same with, same with natural locomotion. Like, all I have to do is just start it up and I can run in place. Yep. And to me, it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> jump. Yep. Um, I personally think those are a much better option yeah. for where we are right now until we have something like. You know, like um, like what Ready Player One promises to have in the future for treadmills, um, and that was using an actual treadmill that sold in the market, but it's a way more advanced version in the movie, right? Because you can't really move like that on the. Wasn't it based on the Infinideck? It is. Yeah. It is based on the yeah. Infinideck. I think yeah. they even call it yeah. the Infinideck in the movie. I think they do. I think they do, and. It is not. It is. It is similar, but you cannot move like he moves on it. He's literally sprinting. Yeah, sprinting, coming toes. to a stop. <laughs> like, yeah, you. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, you definitely can't do that. No, and dude, I, I, I feel like the last time I checked, things were not going well for the Infinideck. Like, I feel like they were like on their way out or something like that. I could be wrong, but 
Last time I checked, it sounded like they weren't doing things from people that have tried it. I know some people that have gotten to experience it. Well, and it's cool. I don't know if you guys have tried it. I uh, I haven't tried one yet. When I went to OC6, I was standing in line to try it. And while I was waiting, I was interviewing the guy. And that's like one of the more viewed videos on Alex VR. Um, And it like broke while I was interviewing him. I'm like talking to him and like the guy (laughs) is like standing over there just like trying to move and he couldn't and they like shut down the demos, you know? So like it it wasn't even like working well when I did manage to see it in real life and I did not get to try it. But honestly, it did not look good. Let's just be real. Even if it worked perfectly, how many people are going to put a contraption that size in a dedicated space to, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That or a car. Right, you get the right. pick. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I get you know. So I guess people do put treadmills in their homes, but they're still so much smaller. Not right? for that. I so, right. think we have to get to like neural link level VR before. Oh, I can't wait. Feel good. I cannot wait. People like I have family that <laughs> it's always like, please, please, when that becomes available to the public, please just don't get in line right away. Let's see what happens with everyone else. <laughs> I'm like, how do you feel? Did you see the interview with Elon Musk where he said people get motion sick with VR really easily? I don't know if you watched that. I um, didn't, but people do. Yeah, but yeah. he he was saying like he's never going to catch on. Like VR is not a thing because everyone gets motion sick. I don't know if you saw that video. I, I did not the, see that yeah. video actually. I did not. And yeah, check it out. That's interesting because he is not like. Elon That's Musk as much anymore. Oh no! He was just in VR. He was like, "Ah, oh, this is." That's crazy because pointless. he said he's going to stream the Mars mission into VR headsets when that happens. So yeah. But also, you know, let's be real. All right, like, what percentage of randoms, your your Joes and Sallies, um, do report that after they have their first VR experience? At least half, I would say. At least half. Mm-hmm. That is broken. That is not mm-hmm. functional. <laughs> You mm-hmm. can't have 60% of the people get physically sick when they try your technology. Mm-hmm. Remember when we had Shortstack on uh, a couple weeks ago, right? Shortstack VR. And he was saying that he had to go a month with playing for two to five minutes, taking it off, and then doing it again the next day and doing it again the next day. That is dedication. When you know something is so awesome that you need to train yourself to do it. People, your Joe and Sully Walmart ain't going to do that. They're just not. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. And it's a bummer. So if you are one of the people that does get motion sickness, the whole thing is kind of ruined for you unless you understand how profound it is and how amazing it is and you're willing to endure some shit to get there, right? Honestly, I felt like um, I found that jogging in place really does help. Like if you're moving forward, if you just like yeah. move your body. It does. I, I, I don't agree. get motion sick anymore. But it does. And fans, pointing fans at you, uh, you know, the magnetic uh, motion sickness bracelets can help, eating ginger. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that can definitely help. And eventually you train yourself and it goes away. For the most part, some people know because they still can't get in a car after their entire life and not get motion sick in a car. So those people obviously have different uh, different uh, capacity to with, withstand motion sickness. Well, it also but comes down to the quality of the experience, too. This is true. Like, you go into one of those mall kiosk things, you're oh going to get sick. It doesn't matter sick. who you are. Yep. You know, and there yep. are a lot of people who that is their perspective and perception of what virtual reality is. Yep. So, like, that's a huge, huge hurdle to get if, over. If I was president of the world, I would make three off VR illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Elect me, people. <laughs> you know, I think we should, because um, 
there I have the the most uncomfortable thing I have ever done, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, is playing on the Nintendo Labo and firing up Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it destroyed oh my life. <laughs> five minutes, may, not even five minutes, two minutes maybe, and I was destroyed on the couch for hours. And I, um, we should like do a game show or something. It's like, oh, you think you don't get motion sick? Welcome to the show, everyone. Today we've got these guys, and they're all gonna play Nintendo Labo: Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and whoever makes it the longest wins the first place. And uh, it would just be, it would be brutal. It would be hard to watch. It would be. It is not easy yeah. to do. I don't care who you are. I don't think you could stomach it. No, that was a particularly bad implementation. Right, we've seen modders get w way better uh, versions of Breath of the Wild uh, than yeah. Nintendo was able to pull off, and I don't know why. Th I don't know how it got through their quality control system because it's Nintendo. Like they usually have pretty legit quality yeah. control. What happened there? And the thing is, is like Labo itself, like the Labo software. That's not a problem. Like, it's fine. You know, like, mm -hmm. it looks okay. Like, it's fun. It's not, it doesn't make you sick, you know? But they should have never added a VR mode to Breath of the Wild or to um, Super Mario Odyssey. They should just never, not touch them. Yeah. Like, just leave them alone. Like, yeah. You didn't need to do that. I agree. But how are they going to, how are they going to charge it? How are they going to market it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They didn't really. The snap's dead in the water. Like, who has Labo? Who's still using that? I mean, you I need do to too, give but... Nintendo your money. They need all the money. <laughs> Yeah. So the best part about Labo, and we all know it, is the process of actually building the yes. things, yes. building yeah. the headset things. And then at the end, your reward is a five-minute cheesy VR experience that you're going to forget about yeah. 20 minutes later. But building the thing that took an hour was awesome. It was, actually. Yeah. And if any of you guys want to go reward yourselves with some Breath of the Wild VR, <laughs> I dare you. And I would love to hear how horrible your experience was. Don't, you <laughs> Don't ruin VR for yourself. <laughs> Don't do it. Or it'll ruin your night. That's all it'll really ruin. Yeah. It'll ruin your night. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I want to. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna get some footage of some people doing that. I think at one point it'll be fun. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Maybe not you. <laughs> so um, last episode of the episode before we had on uh, the Epic Roller Coaster team, right? Or not the team, but but one of the main people from Epic Roller Coasters. And they were saying how they had um, people that are susceptible to motion sickness and they test their stuff on them. So we are going to have to find some people that we can uh, <laughs> exploit for views. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> all it would be. It would be like, you know, these guys are trying to get through the worst VR yeah. experience of all time. Let's yeah. see how long they can last. You yeah. know. Yeah, um, did you try that anti-motion sick thing at CES? It was like in a little side booth and it goes in VR and they like flash lights inside the headset. No, I didn't. Oh, I remember yeah. that being a thing. It was and interesting. I wanted to see it, but I didn't. How was that? It, I, I, I don't get motion sick, so yeah. I couldn't really tell the difference, but I yeah. feel like it might help. Like there was a point where it's like steady, you know, depending where you're looking at it. Mm -hmm. so, like, That's interesting. There was so much valid. happening at CES. I could not get to everything. I just yeah. couldn't. For anyone that hasn't been to CES before, it is the large, like you can't even comprehend how large this is. Imagine the largest expo center you've ever seen. Multiply that pro probably by 100. Slap a then, couple hotels on it. And then <laughs> make that multiple expo centers throughout all of Las Vegas. It's not just one expo center. First of all, you got to take a car from like South <laughs> Hall to West Hall to East Hall to North Hall, right? But then you actually got to Uber or take a bus or drive to... 
uh, like the Venetian or like all of these other places where they have their largest expo centers completely packed to the brim with stuff. It, it's impossible to see oh everything. God. You can't. You the just Vive can't exhibit, I couldn't even get to. I was walking for like an hour trying to get yeah, to HTC. And, that, and they shut down by the time we got there. That one was... What was that? Was a, it was a, the, uh, it was a hotel I had never been in before until that, like the back of the hotel. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I did go to that, and I gotta say, HTC had the nicest looking thing there, right? Which is too bad because if they <laughs> if they could get the the level Sorry. that of the people who design their booths and their social things, if they could get that level into designing VR stuff. Oh my God! Imagine what that company would be. Imagine, <laughs> right? If you could design your tech as well as you design this yeah, booth, maybe we'd right? have some sweet stuff. They have amazing, amazing <laughs> setups for these social things. They like they're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Their designers know exactly where what <laughs> colors to use and what things to put where. And you just walk in and you're like, oh, oh. Imagine if your products were this good. I'm talking on a Vive, but I'm using Vive right now. <laughs> the Vive Pro is amazing. Vive Pro. Yeah, I love my Vive, Vive Pro. Vive Pro is amazing. And me and I, we've talked about this before, why it's amazing, right? Because Valve designed the Vive, and then all mm-hmm. HTC did with the Vive Pro was put a better screen in there. That's about it, yep. right? <laughs> so it's still a Valve. And they had an eye tracking. That's why I'm still using that. Oh, the Vive Pro eye. Like, yep, yep. Yeah. Which is Toby. So, right? Isn't it Toby eye tracking? Yeah. yeah, so they didn't do that. Well, they? but at least they at least they gave you a nice microphone, right? Oh no, oh, wait. No, You're using a mod, mod mic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The microphone's terrible. Oh, HTC. HTC. I'm actually going to an HTC party on Monday night, so I should be quiet. What really? Yeah. In HTC. Vegas? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's cool. Yep. They're throwing Man. a they're throwing a party there. Why am I not going to that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There. You should probably come. There's two day the first two days aren't even expo. The first two days are a VR summit. Yeah, I see. I'm gonna try their Viverse, Vive Verse, Vive Metaverse. You know, we talked about this. I I saw your video talking about that before. Mm, I would love to try it. I would. Yeah, I mean, I was excited. I'm excited to try anything. I would love to try it. I would. I would have. I loved to to try Horizon. Yep. (laughs) And now now I love to talk crap about it. You know, have we tried Horizon? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I tried it. Sucks, once. doesn't it? <laughs> it sucks really bad, huh? I need you. <laughs> not only do I need you to to to, to kind of look back and and really take in what you saw in Horizon, but I need need you to look and and understand that there's like eleven thousand people and like and like ten billion dollars a year being pumped in to creating that. Jesus. I mean, like, for that amount of money, what? I don't want them to do it, but they should just buy VR chat. Like, they should like they, they should buy VR chat or Neos or something, right? And, and God forbid they ever did them. that, I would throw up, right? I would be so sad. Yeah, it nobody wants that, Billy. Right? But why aren't they doing <laughs> that? Buy some tech that, that, is, uh, that is okay instead of f- making all of those people <laughs> fail. Because they're like trying to establish a legacy. They want to be the company that ushered in the new era yeah. of humanity. Good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, and they think that they're going to do it, and uh, Horizon is never going well, to do it. Facebook needs to look at what happened uh, with MySpace, right? They took over what the, the big boom that was happening with MySpace. That's going to happen to them, too, because they just yeah. can't get their, their stuff together. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. already happening. Mm-hmm. It is. It's been crazy to watch this company over the past couple of years. Yeah. Like, we watched them get into the VR space, and this whole Oculus thing, like, we haven't really talked too much about about like the name change and all of that, but 
Oh my God! Is this like not the stupidest thing ever? So companies—they're trying to get away from Facebook. Facebook they are, doesn't... and that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense because Facebook has a lot of bad dirt that they don't—they probably don't want to, you know, be associated with anymore. But not only that, but they know that is a dying thing. Now, you know, that turned into this hip, awesome, cool thing to do, Facebook, right? And now it's just a bunch of moms and grandmas and grandpas yelling at each other over politics. It's no, it's no fun anymore. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the place to be. Um, and they know that. They know that. Uh, they have metrics. They know all about metrics and how things work and who's doing what because they collect everyone's information. They see this, this, this ship right. sinking. They see but it. like Oculus, though. You know, right. like Oculus so, was a trusted name. Companies spend their entire existence the entire existence trying to trying to have brand awareness right they spend millions of dollars in advertisement putting things in places that doesn't even belong just so when people see the logo they know what it is and it's in their mind oculus was one of the things that started to really get there yes people call vr the oculus even now right? even if it's not an oculus yep they got yep. there and they threw it out the window. That mm -hmm. goes to show you what kind of management and thinking is behind this stuff. Right. And that's the thing. It's like I'm not a per, like a like a real like exec, I'm not like a business executive decision maker person, you know, and mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe one day who knows where my life is going to go. But I'm not that guy. And so I have to. There's like a part of me that wants to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's like, hold on a second. No, they they run companies like mm -hmm. they must know. They must have something. Like they, mu they must have. There must be a good reason to just toss Oculus into the trash. And we just keep going on and on. And I'm like, I'm not seeing it. And the, there, I think their reason, honestly, is you know they they tried to buy Internet.com. Like they tried. They they saw things happening previously, and they wanted to get in front of it, and they weren't able to. And now they see the future of what the metaverse can be and what it can become. And they have stepped right in front of that. Right. And they want it to be the next thing. And I think it will be, but I don't think they have what it takes. Well, right. So making your company name meta so you can eventually put out something called the verse is kind of <laughs> genius. Imagine if someone, one company was called Inter and they had a product called Net or something like right, that, right? Right. The internet. And they kind of nailed the entire existence of a thing that's this global decentralized thing and put it in their pocket. And that's what Meta's trying to do. They're trying to capitalize on something that they don't I do get that. Yeah. But I pers like I, I don't know why they for some reason thought that like they the two things had to be mutually exclusive. You know, like the headset Oculus could still have existed and they could have still changed their Absolutely. company name to Meta yep. and still made everything metaverse you know yep. um so it's almost like they were like just went way too far like it was like, like hey let's, yeah. let's color code our outfit and they got a blue hat and a blue turtleneck and blue sunglasses and a blue t-shirt and blue gloves and blue hat and like blue <laughs> pants and like socks and blue shoes you know like and everything's now just completely blue no and it's like bro seriously. that's too much blue mm -hmm. you know so like at this point like you know like or they did it too quickly like they, they should have done change their name they did. Years they sh they should have made it. They should have like planted the seed and had everybody yeah. start accidentally calling it a meta yeah. quest before they changed the name or but something. You, but you know, like you were saying, having it, the meta, you know, having an Oculus Quest by Meta. What the heck is wrong with that? Nothing. And like I was, I remember watching the NFL or the NBA Finals a couple of years ago after the Quest Two was like, I think the Quest One was out. Quest Two was coming, and the Oculus logo was on the 
court mm-hmm. of the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Like, and now what? Now mm-hmm. that's just nothing. Like, oh yeah, we were on the court of the NBA finals, but that company's gone. I threw it all away. Yeah, yeah. like that's just I was blown. A better I, I logo too. Everyone likes yeah. it. Better name, better logo, like everything yep. about it's better. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe we're naive yeah. and we don't understand big companies or whatever, but there's I the more time goes on, the more I think that they really did make a huge mistake. Yeah. What's your thought on this, Kingus? I don't know. I think maybe the Zucks alien ship, you know, they gave him some <laughs> some instructions. <laughs> they just beamed it down. They're like, you must change our name to Amanda. I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. Phase three initiated. <laughs> World domination. <laughs> Almost complete. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. You know, at the end of the day, while uh, this conversation that we're having is definitely one that should be had and, you know, we should be concerned and we should be talking about all this stuff. The Quest really is awesome. Quest 2's doing great. People are buying it. Random people. You know, I had somebody um, that uh, I grew up with recently. Um, he was really good friends with my brother and our, our families were kind of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually saw he commented on someone else's show that I did recently. I did a, a podcast um, with this guy who is a, a, an Indian VR content creator. And we synced up our schedules and we did this thing. Divinity? What no, is it, it wasn't Avi. It was, um, oh. I, was, I wish I could remember his name right now. I hope he doesn't see this and hate me for it. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I did a show, and uh, this person who I grew up with commented on that video. I just like went over to it, and I saw a comment. And he was like, hey, man, how's it going? And he was like talking to me like on someone else's video. <laughs> he was like, hey, I got a VR headset, and uh, you know, I got it for the kids, but I'm using it all the time. And so I hit him up and, on Facebook, and I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, it's cool that you got into VR, and talk to him about it for a little while and i was like oh by the way i do a podcast called between realities like you're welcome to come in and check it out or whenever he's like he's like yeah i've watched a handful of episodes i actually didn't know what vr was until i saw it oh wow and he's like and now i have it and now i'm into it so like huh. he, he was like he didn't lead with that yeah he just like pretended like he was like already in yeah. vr but then yeah. he was like actually it was because i saw your stuff i was like dang that's really awesome wow so uh, this is not this kid was not a gamer you know he's like he plays guitar he's like american idol kind of kind yeah. of dude you know what i mean um but he's in vr now and it's because of the quest and it's because there's people like us out here making videos and talking about vr so spreading the word it's happening you know people right. randoms randoms are scooping this stuff up i mean maybe he's not so random right because he's in my circle and i'm constantly posting but mm-hmm. um i felt random to me and mm-hmm. uh i think that's it to me it's evidence that just everyone's starting to get involved you know and a lot of those people are still buying oculus quests Still says yeah. Oculus right on I the I like box. the Quest. I don't, I don't know. I don't like how it's overtaken everything VR, though. Like, if you talk about VR, people automatically think. Yeah, um, yeah and there's Quest that brand awareness, right? Wow. Yeah. What anyone would do for that. Okay. Oh, VR? Oh, you mean, you mean the you Oculus? Mean the Quest. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't mean so much Quest. more. <laughs> Especially, like, I, I think I tweeted about this. Like, I'm someone that really is into PC VR, but you pretty much have to do quest content too yeah if you do any kind of vr if you content. want any views of course and yeah. I mean, yeah. if you think it's bad for us imagine what it's like being a developer like as a developer yeah. in the in, in vr right now you're basically strong-armed into making content for that platform and hoping that they're going to let you into the store without knowing that you will yeah. be let <laughs> into the store you're going to spend all of this time research development 
uh, coding all of this time, and you probably won't make it in. And, and they won't even give you a reason. And they won't even give you a reason. <laughs> they won't even tell you why. You're just not allowed nope. in to their little club, which is insane because we have games like Gun Raiders. We have games like Grapple Tournament. We have stuff like Gorilla Tag and all of these things that are so amazing that are probably like Space Slurpees, things that are better okay. than most of the things in the store right now that aren't allowed in because I think everything there is just corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> I've been really doing that do. for a long, even before the whole meta stuff, the yeah. old, you know, Rift versus, or Oculus versus uh, Steam VR. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Like back in the day? Oh, yeah. I remember. Like they always have been exclusive and they wouldn't. So yeah. I really you know. do think they like take <laughs> curation to a whole different plateau yeah. because like, they curate good stuff out of their store, which well, is no way to do business. That's <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Seriously. I, I know. I know. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> the point I'm making is that like you can't like they don't want to have 50 contractors on the store, even if they're all good. Like they don't want to like like flood their official store with way too many options and make it difficult. They want to be like Costco, you know, where like they've already chosen the best thing for you, you know. So that Show way, it just simplifies it. anything else on the store that looks remotely like space slurpees. And maybe right. they have a different reason for that one, right? But mm-hmm. there are games like you know when I think when I look at stuff like Grapple Tournament, you know, or um, or uh, Gun Raiders, you know, and like all of those, it's like. They already have like Hyperdash on there. You know, they already have uh, yeah. this thing or that thing. It's like how many more like do we want to flood right. our store? And, and, and that's kind of what I mean with the with the corruption, right? Where they have these partners that are somehow embedded with them. Yeah. And they're okay, you know, and they're like, oh no, 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 they'd you're rather you're have our you buy. They'd rather you're have you buy population one. Right. And so we're gonna we're gonna just say no to everything else so we can sell more of your thing yeah. because we're invested in you. But it's but and I'm not defending them, but mm-hmm. it might be so that way they make sure that when that one game gets bought by that random Joe and Sally, that it's good. Like it's not some indie piece of crap. It's like legit. Yeah, really sure. Great. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. But, but a couple of these are better than some of the AAA like stuff that I they agree. have. I agree. You and know, Gun Raiders is- has some of the best gun mechanics <laughs> I have played anywhere in VR. PC VR. West doesn't even matter. Right. That game's not in the store. What? What is happening? Well, here's the there? other thing. Grapple too. tournament. What? The One people of the best who are games making ever. The people who are making these decisions probably don't know as much as you. You're probably more qualified so to curate bad. that store than some <laughs> of the people who. Because you not think bad. they have that much time in every single game that comes out? No way. They're like looking at it. Maybe they watch a video. Maybe they pop in for like a minute and they make their decision. I I bet you that you Dude, would be more sure. qualified to do it than. But look at but yeah. but what's going on with 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 uh, Gorilla Tag? I don't like Gorilla Tag. Okay, but a bazillion quadrillion people love it, and that game has probably the highest multiplayer base out of any VR game. Period. What is happening there? I think again. I think that reinforces my point. I think that they want to they want to choose what you're going to buy. And even though a ton of people out there say Gorilla Tag is great, if you bought that, you would have hated it. You would have tried it. Yes, you. 
Me, but but the vast the majority, ninety percent, would have loved it. Well, maybe children or something, but maybe not. <laughs> you know, like the mm-hmm. person who's buying games, and I, I mean, take you take one look at it, and you can tell me all the things that you hate about it visually. You're like, it looks sure. like a PS One game, and I hate this and I hate that. Like they don't want people to buy that game and say those things. So they want to remove any game that you could possibly talk smack about. Which again, there's plenty on there that you could talk tons of smack about. <laughs> yeah, there is. So they're missing <laughs> the mark a little bit, but yeah. I think that's the intention. And I think that that's why some of these games have a tough time making it because at first glance, it just looks like a yeah. it just looks like a dumb game, and they don't want that. They want everything that they can to look as good as possible. Yeah, I think it's more mafia mentality. Probably, you know. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, we're a thing here. It doesn't matter who's coming in. You know, you're my boy. You're well, gonna get all the sales because I, I say, say so. I run the ship. Most of the games that they do that with are fantastic. Population one, Beat Saber, you know, Hyper Dash, like all of the ones that that do get put into that spot are usually really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, you and have to play Feet Saber, not Beat Saber. <laughs> oh, we need to play <laughs> Feet Saber. Is it fun? Like, are you having a blast? I love it. Playing I, feet saber? I, uh, I never got into Beat Saber until I started using my feet. Wow. <laughs> I became interested in Does it. Does it feel like you're dancing? I don't know. Yeah, I used to play a lot of DDR as a kid. So oh, there you go. They really kind of. I love doing the Squidward dance. <laughs> I just think it's more fun. I don't know if you've tried it. I have it. Do you have trackers here now? I do. Maybe we'll try that one. Should of these give days. it a shot. Yeah. It's great. Maybe I will do a little foot saber action. It's more exciting. Like you're like you're just moving your arms with Beat Saber, and I can all like dance around. <laughs> I am. I for Beat one. Saber is amazing. All right, I don't want to hear that. It's super exciting. It's fantastic. <laughs> I think it's pretty like, good. You look wearing, silly. Wearing you look a little silly, shirt. just like swinging your arms around. You yeah. look silly. <laughs> I, I look. I look like a ninja. I look like a like a double bladed, double handed samurai going ham. That's me. <laughs> you know, I was talking to someone the other day about VR, and they had never tried it. And I was like, Oh, I got to get you in VR. And they're like, I'm not doing VR in front of you. Because I'm like, why? I'm like, because I'm going to look like an idiot. And it's like, in, in that, that was the very first time I truly realized that people don't try VR because they're afraid of how they look. Self-consciousness. I had no idea that was really a thing. Yeah. I've kind of heard it, you know, like, oh, people. But no, like, this person was serious. Like, oh, my God, what, what are you going to think? I'm going to look so dumb. It's yeah. like, wow, I can't even imagine. I got in that headset. I was, it was so profound and so amazing to me. I didn't give a crap what was happening outside of it like it, you know it, it was it was just the most amazing thing i ever experienced and it took over every bit of my sensory and um and, and it's all i wanted yeah. from that point forward there are probably some people who view that as being vulnerable you know like you're like sure. taking over their senses like now mm-hmm. they're vulnerable in a way that they weren't when they're True. just sitting in the room it's like uh like trying to convince somebody to go dancing you know, like, yes. it's like, they're going to look like, I'm going to look stupid. And it's like, yeah, bro. But have you ever danced? It feels so good. Like, let it out. And they're like, nope, nope, nope. And they'll just bottle it up. And even yeah, though they would love dancing, you're not, you're not going to get them on. <laughs> that's that me. Point. I can understand that. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but dang. Dang, dang indeed. You Ma- know? Maybe we should go dancing, bro. <laughs> maybe this is your wake up. This is your, this is VR as a self-realization tool. You realize that you don't feel silly putting a headset on. So you the dancing queen. Dancing. Yeah, let's man. Do it. Let's go rip it up. <laughs> Or play some Dance Central, maybe, or something like that. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I think there's dancing VR games, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not really. Is there? I haven't tried it. Dance Central. Dance Central. Yeah, you're right. 
there is Dance yeah. Central. Mm-hmm. With like full body tracking though? Uh, no, I don't no. think so. And yeah. like Space Team 5 is another one, yep. I think. It's True. like rhythm dancing kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, nothing for that full body experience. You got to go into the deep the deep cut rooms of VR chat. <laughs> for those. It's funny because yeah. we, we talk about people that won't play VR because they're afraid of how they'll look. And then we look who we have on the show right now, right? We have we have this person that only puts on a <laughs> VR headset and and only shows himself with a VR headset <laughs> and and has these crazy googly eyes and does you know absolutely bananas things in virtual reality and puts it on the internet <laughs> and I think it's amazing and I love that you do this and I'm a big fan of your content. So I, did we get into like did we get into like why why you haven't shown why? your your yeah. face? Yeah, we talked about it. We did a little. Uh, bit. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, mostly for the, it's like for the gimmick. Okay. Um, okay. And also, you know, okay. like I I get trolled a lot in my videos, so um, I don't really want to give them more ammunition. Yeah, has that uh, is that like an was that something that you were expecting, or was that kind of unexpected? And how's it been to to navigate that for you? I think no, I was expecting it, but um, I shout at my trolls now, so. I, I don't know if you've seen some of those videos, but I'll take Shout their profile out. picture and then I'll feast her at them. Picture to blow away. That um, is definitely, definitely fueling the fire. Though, I love it. Right? Because aren't you afraid that, that people are going to troll you more because now they're going to end up in one of your videos? Uh, no, because now I get more comments from people. <laughs> yeah, it's engagement, baby. True. Woo, bring it it's on. Engagement. True. Let's get some trolls, bro. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've, I've had trolls. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. You know, and and I see people like Tribe Tribe Gray Wolf is is one of my dear friends. Uh, I don't know if he's here right now, uh, and if you're not, shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> but he he makes TikTok content now, right? And he does things where where he'll put his wife in VR and she'll do things, and he gets they get such terrible comments. Like things like why is she in VR? She's being in the kitchen, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like ridiculous <laughs> things. And then and then he'll say something back to them, and then he'll get a warning from TikTok. Like he said something uh, about like why don't we make you a knuckle sandwich? And boom, he almost got his his, his TikTok <laughs> account suspended. I and could it's like, talk like all day about their stupid moderation. It is so dumb. I've gotten thirteen violations. I mean, now I'm fine, but like it's well, so dumb. Didn't you get a violation that that you were t- that you were too young? Sec- one of them was said I minor safety. I've gotten a couple for nudity and sexual uh, harassment or something for wearing a haptic vest in VR chat. I was just doing a video what? of people like coming up to my avatar and touching it, and they're like, "Oh, that's sexual harassment." Wow, it's wow. so dumb. Wow, <laughs> unreal. You can appeal it. Like ninety percent of them, they um, it goes through again, but the warning still stays in your account for three months, even if it yeah. gets appealed. So like, oh, you broke <laughs> the rules. Well. I do think it's safe to say that your content, for the most part, then has been widely received and praised as uh, as good stuff, and people really do enjoy it. You know, we do enjoy it anyway. I guess we can speak for for on behalf of others here at, in a moment or for this moment. But um, you know, it's very creative, and we love how you're pushing the envelope. And uh, it obviously resonates with people because you've managed to grow yourself a nice little following, and uh, it looks like you're having a ton of fun. And um, we're really glad that. You're able to uh, be a part of the community and and come and join us on the show today. Yeah. It's been awesome. We are glad that (laughs) you think it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was great. Stay immersive. Very immersive. This is an immersive experience for us all. And immersion (laughs) overload here with Genghis VR. In the description below, we have some links. 
We do on the monitor right below me and in the description, you can go down there and you can click on all of the different links. Click follow, click subscribe, click the like buttons, click the heart buttons, click all the buttons, right? Click Except it. for like the report buttons. Don't do that. But use my mods. <laughs> yes, use off. the mods, right? I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna install this stuff. Uh, you've done a lot of work to make this easy for people to have really good experiences and things like Fallout 4. So uh, I'm stoked to get in there and, and see what you've done. Genghis so. VR, thanks again. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. And please don't be a stranger. <laughs> Stay in touch with us. Bye. Say goodbye to Genghis VR, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. And she gone. She gone. Never to be seen again. She gone. See you later, Genghis VR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I feel like uh, you know, I you know, we hanging out with Gingus at CES was absolutely amazing. I feel like, you know, we got a friendship and that's fantastic and it's always good chilling with a homie on the show. So it is. Mm -hmm. Game on Scorpio, Red Slash Ace, Chroma Snare, Hilt VR, Florian, Nick Green, Arcadian, Arcanian. Shouldn't say Arcadian. Right. I live in Arcadia, by the way. <laughs> You guys know that? Come find me. <laughs> Come find me. I dare you. Um, Space Denizen. Uh, Chroma Snare. Did I already say Chroma? Eric Hartley. Saw Eric E. Hearts. Wow. E minus. E minus. Right on. Yeah, dude. Uh, the virtual in. game god was trying to get wow. uh, Genghis to show her eyes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, it's Bradley. Um, What's up, guys? Thank you all for coming. Hussein X, Red Slash Ace, Menthos, nice. Ohio. Uh, thank you, guys. Really for being here yes. and being a part of the live broadcast of the Between Realities VR podcast. What are we doing next week? Next week, we have the Beardo Benjo coming bow, 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 bow. directly into the show uh, to chill with us and talk VR. He's a awesome dude. Guy. A great dude. With he a beard. has a beard. He uh, has a YouTube channel. He has been really gaining some steam and some traction in the VR community for the past year or so. Mm -hmm. uh, he is on the Crewcast podcast with Gamertag VR. He also plays Elden Ring, and we will be talking to him a week from now next Friday. So have a good weekend, everybody. Please join us in the Between Realities Discord uh, for some multiplayer VR games, because that's yeah. really how I play VR, is with others. So yeah. please come give me a reason to play something. If you're going to be at the Amusement Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada, hit me up. Let me know. Shoot me a DM, however you want to get a hold of me. And uh, we'll say what's up. And we will say goodbye to all of you. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week with Beardo Benjo. Take care. Bye-bye.
Thank you.